0: Okay, um I just woke up from that vision. That was whew, so peculiar, so interesting. In this vision, I was on the set of a movie. It was the guy from Guardians of a Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think the guy, the little, the boy from Stranger Things, if I'm not mistaken. If it wasn't a boy from Stranger Things, he looked like him. I just watched this movie called Room. I felt that I connected with the um, characters in the movie, so maybe it was the boy from Room. But... um. this movie this vision was peculiar it was peculiar so first it was enjoyable it was really enjoyable because it was like a this kid was like a director and he was directing this new movie that was like really interesting and it had like a lot of the stuff that i like in it but it was still like it was just well it was it was well well written, I guess. So the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy was there and the kid was there and he was just like um standing around and I felt that it was a good environment but I still felt something was going on. Excuse me, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. He just started eating crab dip. And was um sliced oranges sitting underneath the table. They were sat underneath the table. And I don't know what that meant. Why all of a sudden he put sliced oranges underneath the table. But I do know that the crab dip, I had just thought about crab dip. I just thought about crab dip. Like I was just scrolling through Pinterest and I was thinking crab dip will be good. But I just didn't know that those thoughts be so random. Like that though. Um, so, you know, it depends what you catch, you know, when I'm thinking, you know, you think a million different thoughts, but some people hear other, some people hear some things, other people hear other things, but all I know is, um, it was so, like, off, it was off because I was like, it's different parts of the movie, felt that I was in the bushes then it felt that I was behind a tree and I felt like this feeling like something breaking off of me it was maybe not breaking off of me but coming off and almost as if you know Almost as if things were like doubling or something. I don't know. But I just know that, um, I know it meant something. No. I'm like, whatever that is, that is a vital part that is a vital part to this fight this battle that we're in it's almost as if like a whole the whole right side a whole right side of people were being affected affected in a way where they were kind of like moving, moving on or something. I don't know, moving on. And not in the like heaven perspective, but like maybe things were going back to how they were. So, um... I woke up, I slowly woke up. What is that? What does that mean? What is going on? And I saw someone, a historian, a black historian. He showed up in my face. And he kind of like, you know, was bringing things into perspective. I think he might have said, that's those, that's the white people or something like that. And, um... Then I heard you losing control over the white people. see I've been hearing that a lot, but I know that I don't have control over white people. I think that it's just uh it's it's just the way you're saying, it's the way it's being said, but that's not necessarily what it means. so the concept is. When someone, you know, provokes you or picks a fight with you and you fight them, they have just exercised control over you because you were provoked to come out of character. So it's not actually like controlling white people. It's more like your behavior inciting behavior in others, leading by example. So they would say I have control over them because, you know, I'm starting with myself. I'm leading. I'm doing my best to lead by example. I'm doing my best to behave the way the Lord intends to be more Christ-like and be transformed. Though I am slipping, I'm backsliding. And that would explain why it seems as if they say I'm losing control over white people because when you're backsliding, Your behavior, my behavior is starting to change. My behaviors, my heart is possibly hardening. I'm becoming more prone to like negativity and gravitating towards sin. And so by then, you know, people, not just white people, would start to pull away. You're not being a good example in a way. So that's what they mean when they say control over white people. I presume, you know, because no matter how hard I fight and no matter how hard I work to be a, a leading example to my own people, it's so much more difficult. It's like 10 times more difficult to get them to respond. And this is not a black white issue. Honestly, I don't believe. But it may be becoming a black white issue especially in recent times because of the agenda within and some of my people to want to exert control over white people like make them our slaves beat on them all the time abuse them treat them you know treat black people better put black people above them and all kinds of stuff like that and that's just not the way to you know Progress. How can you progress that way by doing using reverse racism? How can you reverse race? How can you be a reverse racist and progress? Now I understand we got so much work to do. We've been through so much slavery, unfair treatment, unfair circumstances. But I've said this a million times. We have ourselves to blame for that. We cannot blame white people for that. The Bible says that we are the chosen nation, we are too lead every other nation. And if we were being who we're supposed to be, keeping the Ten Commandments and abiding by God, then that's what we would be doing. So whose fault is it at the end of the day when we don't feel that we're in a place we should be, our own? We can't start abusing other nations because we're not being the nation we're called to be. How How much sense does that make? And that's why we are at the bottom we're at the bottom because we're cursed for breaking our promise to God. So that don't have nothing to do with white people. How much sense does that make? You didn't okay, let's say you woke up and you didn't pay your bills, you got put out on the street. Are you going to abuse your neighbor? Are you going to go and beat up your neighbor because you got put out on the street for not paying your bills? How much sense does that make? They paid their bills. I mean, maybe they didn't. They're not. I don't know. It doesn't matter whether they paid their bills or not. Actually, I should never even mention that they paid their bills. It wouldn't matter. Who knows if they paid their bills or not? It doesn't matter. It's about you and your bills. Pay your bills. So people with the agenda feeling as if it's okay to antagonize other nations. Because we as the leading nation, the chosen nation are not being who we're called to be, that's the reason why we're where we at. With that attitude, we will never not be anywhere else. We will never be anywhere else with that attitude, period. You have to become who God called you to be, and that's our issue as a chosen nation. We believe that we can, we genuinely believe that we can not abide by those Ten Commandments, do whatever we want, not keep those laws, and still reap all the benefits. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And if you believe differently, this is what happens. You don't take control over white people whatever way possible. You lose their, you know, you lose their following. They don't have to follow you anymore. They won't follow you anymore. And that's not even something you could take up with them. That's something you have to take up with God because he knows what he's doing. As soon as he noticed that you are slipping back into folly, he said you will not lead all the other nations because you will lead them into, a, into the ground. The blind cannot lead the blind. You have to be led by God. First, to, first and foremost, so it's not even really us, it's God. You have to be led by God. So, I woke up, and in a split second, I heard permission, and I heard someone playing over somebody that I care for, and I believe that it is my autistic friend, my special needs friend, who has been a big help and a big fighter in, the, in these end time in this end time army in these last days. He's just—he's just—he's, you know, I believe anointed and called by God. He helps. He helps. People are putting their hands on him. You know, I've always had, you know, a big distrust for certain people around special needs people because. It already pains me and tortures me in my heart and in my mind enough that there are children out here who can't speak up for themselves, but there are actually adults out here who sometimes cannot express themselves correctly, and people take advantage of that. They will take advantage of a child. They would definitely take advantage of an adult that has special needs. So, you know, I believe that the Lord has given me, you know, just... This issue, you know, because I care my heart, my heart for this, like it aches. I want every special needs person in the world to have all the support, all of the tools that they need in order to progress properly. So. The showing my special needs friend screaming permission at someone to touch him like I've taught him. Well, the Lord has taught him. The Lord has guided me to help him learn. It's showing me that there are people around who are violating all of our teachings, our laws. They are violating these things, and they have no regard. Like, they're disregarding, you know, the Lord. Like, that's where we're getting. We're getting to the point where we're disregarding God. And I had to take a step back this morning. Cause I wanted to cry, I think I did cry. I think I heard them say she cried, but um, at the end of the day, what I understand is that there are different individuals around me who wouldn't care what happened to this nation. They wouldn't care what happened to these people. They wouldn't care what happened to these issues that I care so much for, that the Lord has, you know, anointed me for. They wouldn't care what happened to them as long as I wasn't the one to, as long as I was taken down in the process. We just want, we just don't want her to have nothing. We don't really care if you fix that or if the right person's handling that or dealing with that after she's gone. We just don't want her to have nothing, personally. There's people out here that's like that. And then there's people that's like, we really just want to tear everything down. There are people who are adamant about tearing all these things down. So, um... I'm not worried. I'm absolutely not worried. I trust the Lord no matter what. Things have been bad before, you know. Maybe they haven't been this bad for a while. Maybe I hadn't seen things get this bad. And maybe this is a wake-up call from the Lord. Because when the Lord allows your enemies to touch, you know, your kingdom, your people, the things you work hard for, he's telling you, he's trying to get you to see, you know. He's trying to get you to see, hey, I've been telling you something over and over and over again. You're being hard-headed. You're being hard-necked. You're being hard-hearted. You're not responding. You're starting to ignore me. And he told me a few days ago, like, those who ignore the Lord, you know, when you start to ignore God, that's when, you know, you, of course, are headed for destruction. That's when you're headed for destruction, when you're no longer listening. It takes to listen first. So, I've just started to realize, like, every word, almost every word that he gives me is personal. You know, he wants me to lead by example. It's not personal, but it's he's talking to me. He wants me to lead by example. So, I'm going to relax, though. I'm going to relax because... I'm quite sure that Satan would love for me to handle these issues when I'm when I'm still upset about them to allow my emotions to take over and handle these issues. You know, just irresponsibly. Now. A big reason why I have been happier lately is the fact that, you know, someone came and stepped in and was trying to help me from become, from being this person that's always talking about, I want to commit suicide, I want to die, helping me with my death wish. And I honestly, I thought it brought a lot of things into perspective. I know that when it comes down to it, I have to just fight harder. You know, I can't truly expect to give that burden to somebody else forever. I have to just fight harder for my life. I know that. And I've been knowing that from the jump. But the reason why I hadn't, you know, tackled that issue, which actually it was tackled for a while. But the reason why I gravitated back to it was because (sighs) selfish reasons. I couldn't stop thinking about the betrayal of my family and how they may not ever accept me and... I just was feeling very heartbroken about actually having to give them up. That's a selfish reason to you know become a bad example so um I still want to be patient though I want to be patient because as I've said this is not this is not nearly. What Satan wants me to think it is. Satan wants me to think this is way worse than it is. The Lord had already shown me in like a split millisecond what the the case really is. It's like it's a little bit affected. It's not a big, it's not affected in a really big way. But still it's affected. Like I have to be better. I will be better for the Lord. I just have to be patient and allow Him to guide me into worship Last night, I started feeling this weird this bad feeling like I was walking back from the store and I felt spirits running crazy wild all around me, and I knew that someone was trying to re imitate the story, the prophecy that the Lord had shown me of when the demon when my castle was burnt down, and all the demons were released. Most of them were gone by the time I had gotten there, but there were a few that were bragging about getting out. and They were flying around all over my head. I told you I'd get out and cackling and all this other stuff. They're trying to re-imitate that as like a, you know, a threat in a way. The Lord already told me how this situation needs to be dealt with. I just have to forgive, no matter how bad it gets, no matter what they do. I just have to forgive them because the the battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. This is the Lord's fight. Whatever it is that they're doing, it's just a freebie. It just has to be a freebie because, you know, and they're treating it like a whole free-for-all. You know, and it it hurts me because my people are being affected. Obviously, I've heard them screaming for the past three days, just screaming out from being tortured. But that was from the jump. There's always attempts to torture my people for no reason because, I mean, that was just what's happening before I got here. So, you know, when I'm doing everything I can to keep them from being tortured, you know, that's what they're doing. They're doing everything they can to torture them. But, um, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because, um, the Lord has already prophesied over this entire situation. And whatever is happening here is just a... Like it's just someone else along the way who you know just something else that we're dealing with we're progressing into and i'm I'm gonna allow the the Lord to lead me to lead me and guide me past this. I mean, maybe it's far past high time for me to have been you know actively actively, you know, dealing with these things. I've been tired. I've been overwhelmed. I've been overworked, chasing and running around, um, people who are creating extra issues, extra trouble for me. When of course there's already so much, you should never have to create extra issues when it's this much, this many issues already as a whole, like, So, um, I've been tired because of that, but it's time for me to start paying more attention. But as I said, it's not as bad as it looks. It's definitely not as bad as they're trying to make it seem. And every single morning I wake up, it's another thing. You know, oh, it's so bad. You need to jump into a fight right now. I know that I'm being provoked because something else so much bigger, maybe not so much bigger, but something else the Lord has his hand on. And Satan wants to distract me in that area to fight so that he can come and tear down whatever it is I'm doing over here, whatever it is the Lord is doing over here. He just wants to get his hands on it. I'm guarding it. And so he's over here messing up all these other stuff. And usually I guard all those things too. So that's what's different this time. But... um, That's fine. That's fine. Um, I noticed yesterday a, a difference in my attitude. I noticed a difference in my attitude. Maybe even a permanent change. And that's really bad when it's a permanent change instead of a temporary one. But ultimately... The prophecy, the Lord has already prophesied over this situation. Things are going to get, he said in the beginning, things are going to get really, really, really bad. Really, really bad. But you're just going to have to forgive this person because in the end they get forgiveness and they get freedom from things that are, you know, things that have been chaining them. You, at this point, have to just forgive. Forgive. You have to forgive, and I knew that the the way that the Lord said it, it would be pretty bad. So I'm okay with that. I'm I'm well, I'm trying to be okay with that to be realistic. If it's that bad, and I won't know till then, and I will forgive, like the Lord said, that's just what I have to do. But um, I know it's going to test me. It's going to test me where it's like, you know, one of those things where you really want to do something about it, you can't. You just have to forgive. So I'm going to get in the Lord's presence. I'm going to allow him to transform me, fix whatever it is about me that may be changing in the wrong direction and lead by example because that's all that can be done, you know. Even if my people are wanting to rise up and rebel, I'll just have to allow the Lord to lead me through that as well I have to be patient, I have to forgive them I have to love them past it we have to love each other past it it's not the time to be sowing division and discord a lot of people, they think that this is funny or cute to tear our people apart it's it's not even you I can't get upset with you it's not you, Satan is using you but you need to have more fear of the Lord when you're behaving in that manner. You do. These people need more fear of the Lord. You need to understand that you will answer to Him. And especially concerning issues directly, they're all directly connected to the Lord. But things like this, you know. Um. That being said, I've noticed a shift in a lot of different things. I've noticed a shift. A lot of different things, and I can't help but feel like that has a lot to do with what I'm not doing. So I know I have to focus on that. I mean, for so long, I was like, Why does it matter if I'm not where I should be? when everyone acts as if it's not because, like, this, like. I'm not making much of a difference here, but in reality, I'm born to, I'm born this way. The Lord has made me this way. I have a heart that cares about these issues. That's why it matters. So, if I care, then I should take whatever comes with it. I should accept whatever comes with it. But I've just been feeling super abused and distracted by a lot of issues that really aren't super important but it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter because all the way up until this point i had understood and put it in my heart that you know regardless of whatever i have to go through is worth it for other people i cannot break the vow that i made to god that i don't really care what happens to me as long as this never happens to somebody else so that's that's obviously what the lord wants me to realize but also at the same time like Hmm. Just the um, I don't know, I don't know the the wickedness in this world is it just continues to astound me. It's astounding, but I love how the Lord is so much more everything. So I'll survive. We'll survive. We'll all survive. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's just I'm I'm getting tired of the same old played out cycles. You know, I'm chasing the same people around. They're doing the same things over and over again. It's the same kind of torture all day, every day. It's it's old. It's old, but I just have to endure. It's it's what it is. I have to endure. So I'm gonna progress past it. Depend on the Lord. And I know he'll fix this. I know he'll fix this, but you know, if of course he he wants things to you know, wants me to figure this out, he'll be here for me. He'll be here for me. The Lord will be here for me, so Yeah, you know it's more about bragging rights you know I ain't this wicked person I'm just this big and this bad and you know I want to tear things up and I want that to be attached to my name and it's like you know I could be upset but I also have to understand that you know the Lord is calling me in a different direction Excuse me, he's calling me to forgive. And when it comes down to it, what I also understand is that... Um, I understand that he, he deals with things entirely different than addressing every issue or every single fight or battle in that way. You have to give battles to the lord you have to you have to forgive people you have to you have to humble yourself and understand that you can't act the way that people who are bowing down and Satan and act you cannot handle issues the way that they handle issues you can't do everything everybody's doing you can't fight all the time you can't incite violence you can't be negative you can't even be that kind of you have to be Abiding by the Lord's laws and the Lord says to forgive 70 times seven in one day walk the extra mile with someone let someone steal from you when they hit you turn the other cheek this is these are the things these are the laws that the Lord says abide by love instead of hate that has absolutely nothing to do revenge or retaliation in any way so I have to lead. I have to allow the Lord to lead me, and he will. He will. Things are going to work out. It's nothing that God cannot handle. We're going to be okay. I know just last night things were kind of bad. But um, things are going to be fine. I know it.